We're back here in Atlanta for Robin season. This week on Moneybag Shorty, we visit a strip club. Earn can't spend $100, and Michael Vick is racing people, not fighting dogs. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I told you not to know Drew picked this song, and she was so excited about it. Look at you. Extras in here to like booty bounce on the table for us. Like, yeah, we can make it rain. It would be great. Our dollar bills out. We forget. I need money, guys. <laughs> next time, next time. Uh, guys, I'm Joelle. I'm joined again by Drew and Steph. Thanks for being here, ladies. I'm really excited to talk Robin season. Uh, let's just jump right into that opening scene. Uh, if you guys remember the viral video of a mom crying over rap lyrics, oh. this is for sure just a take on that. Um, and an interesting way to start start this episode specifically, um, we get her talking about basically how these words are offensive to her, and she's crying. Have you guys ever had to deal with a mom like this? And like when I was in school, I hung out with a lot of kids whose parents were like cursing, guns and violence. Oh my! As my parents were like, you could watch R-rated films at three; they didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, she's kind of classic of the moms who find rap music really offensive, mm. but we. I was just still appalled by her using the n-word i mean i yeah. just i don't care if you're using it as an example nothing it's unacceptable unless you're black i don't make the rules but <laughs> i think i'll speak for non-black people you cannot say it ever i like when people stand uh, that are not black that are like look what you won't do to the black community is this thank you for drawing a hard line for us it's beautiful it's really there like and you do yeah. not cross it ever not even in your crying video woman i just think it's hilarious i just thought the video was hilarious i like I'm one of those black people who's just like, people do this, and I could either get mad about every single thing, or I could laugh at, like, not that I'm approving of it, but it's just like, it's hilarious. Like, it's mm. funny that that's what's upsetting you. Like, we're out here getting shot in the streets, but... You, the N-word has The N-word has really got you pressed. So, I can't even... He was talking about selling drugs. Well, because, you know, she even says, and the worst part... Forget college. Go to college. I was like, that's what bothers you. It's about diamonds. Her her child's in the back, and she's like, it's not my word, so there's going to be some cussing. Like, you're still saying it. I know. I'm like, what is the same as, like, your kid sitting in the background hearing you say it versus it being on the radio? Go off. But then, like, when she said Colin Kaepernick, like, I saw all the tears, and I was (laughs) done. And I thought it it was funny that they thought it was funny, too, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's funny also because, like, you're only going to make us want to listen to it more. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, everyone getting mad, all the white people getting mad at Colin Kaepernick made me, I'm not even, I wasn't even a 49ers fan. I was like, suddenly I need a all the Colin Kaepernick yeah. jerseys. The gear. He's down in Texas uh, doing some practicing now, running some sprints. I saw on his Twitter today. Steph and I will be in Texas in a couple weeks. Colin, mm-hmm. what's good? I know you're Colin's with Nessa. still single, right? No, he's with Nessa. Who's oh, like, yeah, she's awesome. And I approve okay, of her, right. but I'm just saying... If you wanted to open that relationship, people might be available we'll to that. We'll join his journey, is what she's saying. <laughs> We're with you. We'll walk that path with you. Uh, from there, we move on to Paperboy and Darius at the studio. With oh, the- well, I, real quick, I wanted to yeah. bring up the waiter at the um, restaurant, at the bar when they were taking shots because the song went gold. Oh, in yeah. In the episode. You know, the waiter that was wild out of pocket and tries um urn oh yeah 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 i got you i got you that 
had me dead. I'm sorry. Like that. I agree. But why does everyone let everyone disrespect Ern like that? I have a question about this. Okay. So throughout the episode, we get a lot of advice from, um, well, I can't remember Paperboy's like living, the, his, the name his mother Al. gave him. Al. Al. His government name? Yes. So Al is like, look, if you, first you need to have money. He said that we saw that was not the case. The money did not change Ern's experience throughout the entire episode. Then he's like, you need to act better than everybody else. And people will treat you better than everyone else. That don't work, y'all. I just want to let you know that you just going around being suddenly like, I'm better than everyone else. It's not going to translate well. People will read that and they don't like it either. Uh, so Al's out here giving terrible advice per the use. Stop that, Al. Um, but that waiter did have me feeling a kind of way because if you've ever... Like, we're all on a lot of networks, we write, you know, whatever. Uh, so occasionally you have people come up to you and they're like, hey, how do I be like you? And you're just like, I don't even... Uh, like, student debt? What? <laughs> it's, it's very weird and uncomfortable. What about that moment specifically was registering for you, Drew? It was just, like, the eye intensity, I feel like. And then, like, in reality, okay, yes, Paperboy is, you know the um the artist so like he's Mm -hmm. the one that's being recognizable but in reality i feel like Ern is doing so much work that it was like the power play was very weird to me because i'm like you're disrespecting Ern, but Ern's Mm. the one really calling the shot so it's just kind of like and that's how it is i feel like in the business yeah a lot of the time people disrespect people who are working with the talent but it's really them calling the shots also foolish to disrespect somebody the talent is hanging out with yeah like (laughs) if if the talent is with a person like you should probably treat that person almost as good as you treat the talent yeah that's kind of how it works they're gonna read you too it's just not a good look yeah and i was i was kind of wanting the scene to go in a direction where like someone was like actually this is my manager you know because i just wanted to see that tone switch because i feel like that happens all the time where like like, people won't know who I am, and then I'll be friends with someone who's a little bit more well-known, and, like, the second that person comes over, and they're like, oh, like, Drew's the homie, we go way back, mm-hmm. the tone, like, instantly switches, I'm like, nah, you fake. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I also feel like Ern's been disrespected for a long time. We can take it all the way back to the pilot episode when he was mm-hmm. with the other record executive, the white dude who just freely used the N-word around him and was being mad disrespectful. And I think it says a lot about Al that he doesn't ever stick up for Ern. I think Ern's got to get another client. You know what yeah. I mean? Not not necessarily to drop Paperboy, but Paperboy, Al's kind of sniffing around other like things. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I kind of want Ern to expand his business because right now all of his eggs are kind of in one basket. And uh, he spent a lot of money tonight. He... I saw that check. It only had one comma. I said, that's not good enough. Yeah. You should not be spending this much money. You are mad broke, bro. Like, Yo. you put that as a down payment on something. And last week, he just blew through his, what, three racks? 4K, four racks? Yeah. yeah. I was like, son. They gave me a headache. This is irresponsible, Ern. If someone just handed me 4K right now, I would cry and then go pay a bunch of bills. Right? <laughs> like, I don't understand how people do this. I'm just saying, if you want to do it, like, I'll be responsible with it. I so. will throw my cash app tag on twitter and y'all you know if that's a thing that you want to do we're here to receive side note i keep seeing all of these like tweets where people are like dming girls and asking for pictures of feet for like hundreds of dollars and i'm mm-hmm. like where is my dm <laughs> <laughs> i want it you gotta oh put it out gosh. there uh what is it i forget the. it comes out tomorrow there's a hashtag on fridays that a lot of my friends use where it's like they just put out their cash app or uh their venmo account so that you, people can just send them money. If they're like, hey, if you like the work I'm doing, you know, you can support me here at my PayPal or you can what? cash at me. Yeah. When did this thing? People be clearing money, dude. 
Follow journalists are good at getting money out of people. <laughs> I'm trying I to learn. the hustle. Look, if you're out here hustling, check out check out the app. Uh, get on Twitter. Find a way to make your money. It's important, but don't necessarily share your nudes with everybody. Yeah, um, well, I was just talking about feet. But <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yes, I will get a pedicure done. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so from that restaurant and the disrespectful ass waiter, who even cleaned up his act for his manager. Like, damn, you can't treat nobody. As well as you treat earn. Like, it's just a problem. People need to treat earn right. Uh, but we move from there to the studio with yeah. the guy we saw doing the not Sprite commercial, Clark but kind County. of. Clark County. Little Yachty knockoff. Let's talk about <laughs> this. It's uh, worse. This bipolar behavior. I don't want to misuse that word, but I also feel like that's the only way I know how to describe what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of... I was confused by his switched motives. I think it says a lot. Like, have you guys ever heard the attitude that, like, if somebody treats a waiter bad, you shouldn't date them? Yeah. I feel like this is a lot what we're dealing with here. Yeah. It's like, how can you... This guy is just trying to work apps or programs crash all of the time. It's not a thing that you have any control over. Yeah. It's literally just the program that came with it. Yeah, I felt like that situation was really awkward, but what I think was also interesting was, you know, like, Al offering him, like, the henny, which, A, or the, um, it's my favorite. The blunt. The blunt, and he's like, nah, I don't do any of that. Um, But then he, like, goes and does that freestyle, and he's talking about, like, getting lit, and I was like. He said henny plus the herb, 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 and he denied both. Both, both. (laughs) (laughs) Loser. You're so fake. This is the problem my brother has with, like, Kendrick Lamar. Depending on which album you're listening to, he's either, like, clean and with Jesus or he's out here in these streets gangbanging. And my brother's like, so which lifestyle for real are you leading? (laughs) And I was like, I feel like he's telling stories from his neighborhood and about a lot of different things. But this guy just felt very fake and uncomfortable. I don't like when people switch up their attitudes this quickly. It's weird. Yeah, and then like thought his verse was so real, and like he's like, hopefully I can replicate it. It's like you said three words and repeated it, and both all of which you have no identity shared. I would love to know who, because obviously this is like Donald Glover's view of rap music now, mm-hmm. you know. And I would love to know who these people, like these characters, are inspired by, because they're obviously inspired by someone so i'd love to know who like donald glover is like subtly shading definitely yes. want to take bets I, let me think about this because it reminded me of who's the kid with the red hair with twist outs who little got yachty. little yachty feels like he could potentially be this way no shady little yachty but like i saw your vice video you were living with your mom <laughs> you got you got famous uh-huh. at like 18 and you're like a kid from stone mountain but kind of Atlanta adjacent. I could just see the the dualities living within him potentially. Or like Lil Pump. Ugh. Yeah, or maybe like Twenty One Savage. That would explain why Jay Z felt like he had to read him like a father. Yeah, Jay Z is like <laughs> Twenty One Savage on my Grammys. I was like Jay. Okay, I don't know what your little beef with is with him, but it seems like very subtle dad shade. And I appreciate fatherly it. shade. <laughs> fatherly shade. Um. Do you guys feel bad for the engineer? Because I did. I'm concerned. Like I'm concerned for, for his, his life. life. Yeah. For his life. I like. I mean, because we know like software crashes, and there's nothing you can do about it. But I feel like you do have to be prepared. But still, like mm. they were very serious. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely concerned for him. Um, be nice to your engineers, like we are to ours. We love you. Hi, Steven. But um. 
Yeah, I I I just thought it was so weird how that situation was handled, and it's another reason why I'm like I want to know who it's inspired by because it clearly I feel like Don Glover doesn't just put stuff in these episodes for no reason. So I'm like. I want to know who you're shading because I guarantee that person watched it and was like, that's about me. Like he thought he, cause he thought he was cool with them. Yeah. yeah. And then even to say like, Oh, I'm going to go, you don't want to take your guests with you. Like, I just don't like, like disrespectful people. Uh, and County just seems like he doesn't care about anything or anyone. Cause even if you were going to have your dudes like manhandle a person, I don't know. I would take the talent. Yeah, well, he's like, def- come with me. Like, let's roll. We got to go. Yeah, he's definitely a for me person because even when Al is talking about, like, how are you getting all these sponsors? Mm-hmm. Like, I really wanted the Fast and Furious soundtrack, but you ended up getting it. And he was like, yeah, we, they only, you know, they don't really help out the black guy. They only give one, one of us that, and that's got to be me, you know? And I, obviously, I understand, like, the hustle aspect of that, but I feel like the big thing, especially in, like, black culture like black music black you know whatever right now has been like we're trying to get everybody a seat at the table and so i felt like i was like "Hmm." good point i feel like this year more than ever collabs and even like collab albums are blowing up yeah so i was like i peep you on that yeah he started the shade early i'm hoping that county continues throughout and that we get some kind of story arc out of him because Initially, like, all we know about him is his publication stuff. We know his manager's on some shady stuff, not opposed to stealing someone. Like, in front of his manager. Again, the disrespect Ern has faced is ridiculous. Um, To now, where we see he's, like, has dudes who throw hands. And also, it's just really kind of verbally cruel to people. Um, I'd like to see, like, maybe him at a concert. Like, what is that like? How does he treat women slash fans? But he was the one on the table at the record company, right? Like, dancing Mm -hmm. with all the white people around him. I thought that was Justin Bieber. That was was Justin Bieber. He was the one standing outside, uh, right outside of that room with Ern and Al. Yeah. um, And the manager. Got it, yeah. Um, Monir Bruckner in the chat says, the engineer is definitely gone, and I agree, Donald Glover is talking about someone. And I want to know. I just want to know, Donald. He's gone to be informed. <laughs> R.I.P. Engineer. <laughs> he looks really like docile and nice, and I just that makes me sad. Yeah, he's uh, like, see you guys. Do you? Guys, and it makes me. I don't know. Okay, so this may be weird because I understand some people have like journeys with sobriety and other things. But if you're young and I offer you weed and liquor and you take neither, I'm instantly a little <laughs> suspect. And you're about to go in the studio. I'm a little suspect. I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. But yeah. the weirdest part was he was talking about conserving his voice. And I was like, oh, like, does I he sing he was a too? Singer. I, yeah, I thought he was singing too. And I was like. But he's as monotone as me. Like, we mm. do not need to sacrifice his voice. Like, I do love, though, that uh, he, when he was talking to the engineer, and I feel like I have to use this at some point in my life, when he's like. I'm not going to put hands on you. But I just want you to know that I'm not the only one in this world who has hands. You guys it was were a dying. slick burn. <laughs> and I instantly knew. I was like, oh, this guy. And then he's like, if it crashes again, I'm going to crash my foot in your ass. Oh, my, <laughs> my God. so funny. Another thing I want to say is, like, I feel weird because if he was dressed, like, I don't say more pimp, but more rock and roll, maybe, like more of that like I don't give an F attitude kind of in his personal style I might have been more with the character like now that I'm yeah. thinking back on some of his lines like if he presented like that I feel like I've been like y'all know what you were getting into like yeah. it's a great but because he comes off as like kind of clean cut mm-hmm. and then started off with that like clean living BS I was just I feel like my messages were crossed internally I didn't know what to think of him and now 
Now I'm questioning myself. I feel like that's the genius of Donald Glover's like writing mm. that he can just slip these things that do happen in real life, like contradicting people all the time and then do it perfectly where you're like confused, but you're like, oh, I guess that's a really good depiction of probably a real person. Like yeah. we've been saying. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on because Zazie Beats is back and I was yes! super hyped. I missed her. So I much. missed her energy. I missed the feminine presence on this show. It's been very in a very masculine territory. Uh, except for all our girls are either like dating another more main character. Uh, so it's good to have Zazzy back. It's good to see Ern and Zaz. Uh, I really like their relationship. They're super cute. Uh, even when they're just kind of lying on the bed talking and she's like trying to hype him up over his honestly guys not that impressive check. <laughs> 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 like, I was like, why are we she's not together? Oh, so cute. Also, I know he, where's the baby? Oh yeah. Where is that, that baby? I miss her. She's adorable. Um but when we last saw them, she was like, you know, you could stay. Like I see you trying to get your stuff together. Like I respect it. He's like, no, no, I'm gonna go be a man, get my stuff together, and then come back when uh, I'm better off. So not much better off out of the storage unit. So a slight improvement. Uh, what do you think it's going to take for Earn to think he's earned his way back in? I feel like Earn doesn't believe he deserves things. So mm-hmm. he kind of self-sabotages. But and I think it's going to be the music like he has to make it enough in his brain musically and as a manager for him to i feel like start treating her right which he already should have been because she's the best he'll ever get so but i think he self-sabotages yeah i definitely agree with that i think it's like definitely a sense of like like i think his insecurities are his biggest issue like above anything um, I think he robs himself of happiness to keep it in the <laughs> robbing season. Um, I think that's something, but I think that's a big thing we're going to see throughout the season is that he's consistently robbing himself of, like, you know, uh, being content and being happy with where he is. And I think that is another thing that Donald Glover is, like, trying to, you know, paint across the whole season is that there's always this need for more instead of appreciating instead of working towards more but appreciating what you have around you and right. i feel like that's a big issue for Ern's character is like he's never like noticing what's around him he's always constantly like i gotta get to this level to be respected and then i'll be happy mm-hmm. totally uh i think we've seen him do the self-sabotaging in our first two episodes certainly uh, specifically last episode where you gave all your money to a recent re- recently released convict and then lost it in a matter of 10 minutes. But do you guys feel like the $100 bill is a self-sabotage? I think he kind of jumps the gun. Like we saw it last week with giving the money, like you just said, and then the $100, I feel like he gets too excited about things and doesn't really think it over. I thought it was really cute that he wanted to, like, show his girl a good time and, like, spoil himself for, like, doing good work so far. Mm-hmm. But it was, those were crazy scenes, like a really shitty night for them. Yeah, I think it def- I think he did self-sabotage himself with the $100, though, because she kept saying every time something bad went on, she's like, it's fine, let's just go get food, like, let's just hang out. Mm-hmm. And instead of just being like, you know what, like, I'm out with you, we can figure something out, and it'll be fun, he, like, had, like, the money was almost, like, burning a hole in his pocket. Like, he had to go spend it. Also, that movie lady, I was... I was going to say, because the thing is, like, I don't want to be ridiculous, but I also would have turned up to about Earn's level at the amount of, like, 
I gave you cash. We can for sure. There are many ways to prove it. And I know it's a movie theater. You can do that. You were going to scan my ID and my license. No one's ever done that. Ever. There's no way. And you can tell me a bold ass face lie to my face. Like I'm an idiot. I don't have time for any of this business. And like maybe it's self-sabotaging because at the end of the day, like she has the control, you don't. And the smart thing is probably, and the, not just smart, but the healthy thing for you to do is just be like, well, you just cost your theater money. I was about to spend hella bucks here to treat my lady nice, but now we're going to go somewhere else. But at the same time, like at the amount of times we've seen her and be disrespected, I didn't blame him if he wanted to turn, like turn around yeah. and turn up. Um, and then to have the guy also just be like, I hear you, but my gun. And I was yeah. like, what is happening? Yes. Now, when this happened, Drew, you just said you were like, Atlanta. And I was like, no. Well, yeah, because I just feel like. Elaborate. One, <laughs> like, because for new listeners, I lived in Atlanta for quite some time. And it's just very, like, I don't want to say it's like a. Atlanta, I feel like it's a progressive city, but it obviously is in Georgia, in the South. And mm-hmm. so there's still a lot of other types Racism. of people in there. Yeah. And so. I don't know, like, the the carrying guns thing is something you just see down there. I mean, guns are sold everywhere. It's just like a... It's like something... A, it's one thing to, like, carry a gun. It's an entirely different thing for someone to be like, excuse me, I know you don't know me. Gun. Just what? Yeah. God. God. No, it's that concealed weapon. You can't just, like, show it like it's a cockfight. But it's that's not, how it is. Wow. The rodeo. culture shock. Yeah, that's 5,000% how it is. And I just... I thought the money thing was funny because I've had that happen to me so many times where I've watched the lady in front of me give a lot, like, like, we'll give, like, a $100 bill, and I'll have $50, like, a $50 bill, and I'll be literally paying, like, $47.50. It's not like mm-hmm. she can't, like, she's going to have to give me all this change or something, and she'll be like, <laughs> we, took it we don't take large Sunday. bills. And I'm like, you don't even have what? to give me any change, bitch. What? I just saw you do the things. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't let anyone treat you like that, y'all. If you see it happening, either walk away or, I don't know, Van do was something. being, like, so, so beyond mature. <laughs> it, I guess that is maturity. I'm still mad about it. I feel a way yeah. about what Ern went through. Just at the movie theater. Like, I worked at a movie theater. Like, all that was so extra. It's so easy yeah. to solve. And for you to put someone through that, like, level of humiliation... For literally no reason. It's just, it's exhausting. All season for him. Yeah. He's just been getting disrespected. It's kind of earns life, though. We did say a couple of weeks ago, uh, Childish was just like, you know, this is not a show about success. Like, yeah. we're probably never going to get to that point. <laughs> so it's just the struggle. Um, which is kind of nice to see, because, I mean, like, last week we got to talk about working in, like, millennial spaces and what that kind of life is like. It's not necessarily something we always see on TV, or when we do, it's, like, the cool, flashy job. Um, so it's nice to see some of the bullshit be- and being real. Um, from there, like, Van and Aaron. They go to a hookah lounge. The van suggests she's like, look, this will be chill. And we see some black on black racism, which again is something we don't get to express or show a lot. And what I liked about this was they kind of flipped it because usually I think we think of like light skin to dark skin progression of light skin people being, you know, more racist or, uh, you know. Sorry about that. Cool. Of- <laughs> but now we see, you know, <laughs> get the hell out of here. Um, I love when you do that. But now we are seeing like uh, the cultural side, which is yeah. uh, a lot of black skin folks outside of America think black skin Americans are like lazy and no good and don't value education. I have yeah. a lot of friends who have Nigerian parents who are like, Jamaican you don't friends. need to be hanging out with these folks. They are not on their really? stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even, um, oh, my God. Who? Jadena. 
Jenna was talking about it in a video once where he was saying like, yeah, my parents sent me to private school because they were like, they were worried about me hanging out with black kids from America and they thought I would adapt to that kind of lifestyle of like gang culture or just like general laziness. Thank you for the lesson. <laughs> this is a good teaching moment. I mean, his parents were right. I went to public school and I made us play too short. And they opened it. So, choices. Okay, but you're successful. My He's not gonna stop until you you get it on. You just pop it once for us, Drew. I can't do that. I'm too sore. I can't. And yeah, you pop my hip out of place yesterday. So I can't do that. TMI, Drew. No, never. From yoga. <laughs> From her heels class. Yeah, that too. Um, but the real craziness of that moment was when. I'm guessing it's a security... At first, I thought they were police officers, but now I think they're security officers, uh, security guards. For them to be like, oh, hey, man, we all knew it was real, but he's just on some mess. I was like, no! Why would you do this? I'm not wealthy. Why? Why would you not protect my money? I was offended for her. Yeah, I was frustrated by that. But I also was frustrated because I was like, you're with your girl, and she wants to spend time with you, and like you've been wanting that. And you have it, and you're so focused on spending this money and stunting, when in reality, the only person you should stunt for is with you and happy. So just like... Okay, this isn't just it. about earn, you guys. This is a life lesson to all <laughs> men. <laughs> We're not high maintenance like you play us out to be. Yeah, as soon as they were leaving the hookah lounge, I was like, man, go get some fried chicken and just go home. Like, yeah. go watch a movie, go chill. Like, you with your girl, she's the best. I, like, I would have been done after that. I'd be like, you know 100%. what, Lil? I'm done with racists. We're going to go order a pizza where I don't have to talk to anyone about it. They'll have to take my money, and we're just going to call it a night. Um, I'm down. You guys go home and order food after all of this? Or, oh, or yeah. do you encourage? Because I might also guess up my man. I might be like, baby, what? What? No. You, we need to go in there and set it right. Like, Because I'll go off, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, like I thought I she was kind done? of. She played it way chill. Where I might have been like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> might have turned up. I, I would want to be in that establishment. I wouldn't want them to have my money after that, but I also wouldn't want him to have to pay after all of that. So, like, I want to tell myself that I'm an evolved human yeah. and I would have reacted like her, but I'm not, and I would have turned all the way up. Also, love makes you do crazy <laughs> things. If I think you're stealing from a person I love, like, I can't. I've yeah. lost all... The I loyalty kicks in. Exactly. That's I would have Yelp reviewed very heavily stu- heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah. You would have seen that on the... I want yeah. you to Yelp and be like, we should all leave. Like, it's not an establishment You'll for see- black people. <laughs> Here, you hate black people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you get on I'll like that a mic. ass person. <laughs> like, how dare you uh Aaron needs a job guys a lot of people need jobs uh zip recruiter can kind of help you with that are you hiring are you posting your positions to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it zip recruiter knew there was a smart way so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job these invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post on a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through a site in just one day. ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. 
Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That is right, for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash buzz. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash buzz. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ooh, Urge to check it out. Yeah, you definitely, you or, you know, hit up a site, find you a new person, get to a club, get you somebody to help. They actually do end up going to a club. It's a strip club! <laughs> Which... Atlanta strip clubs. They're I, the listen, best. y'all, I love strippers. I'm not going to front. Strippers are great. Strippers. Pretty much all sex workers across the board yeah. tend to be amazing a one, people. Wonderful people. Um, the strip clubs in Atlanta are a special kind of magic, though. I feel like... I've seen the videos. Elaborate. Yeah. First of all, the asses are ridiculous. So it's <laughs> like, like, I'm caught... Like, whenever I used to go there in college, I was just like... Bet. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to be there. It's fine. I accept it. Um, but I felt for him how, like, you can't go into a strip club expecting to pay whatever you think you're going to pay. Double you need to it. go ahead and double that mm. and then have a tip. Like, there's no, you're not going to go in there. First of all, I don't know, like, I'm like his girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want to give the strippers money who look sad. Like, if they're sad, I'm oh, like, oh. I love that part. I, I want to pay your bills, too. The underdog. No, I you gotta work that. for your money. Like, speaking <laughs> of her job <laughs> of booties, I love the part when she's he. They were like, she's on house arrest for getting illegal booty injections. <laughs> that was so funny. Did they say she was on house arrest and now giving illegal booty injections? I thought she was giving illegal booty injections at her house while she's on house arrest, and now she can go back to stripping. Oh, what? That was my storyline, but maybe I had canoned it. I, don't I know. hope that's the storyline because that would make it even better. <laughs> Um, yeah, strip clubs are definitely designed to get you to spend money. They're flashy, yeah. like there's hot ladies everywhere. It's like good loud ass music. And I can't think when there's loud ass music, I'll start spending like $18 exactly. on a drink. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Like it's a good time. Just swipe it. And then you wake up the next day, you're like, I don't even know <laughs> what happened. Who did I buy a round yeah. of drinks for? Why? Well, because you're in the club and they're like, Do you want a bottle? And you're like, Yeah, how much is it? And they're like, It's and you're thinking like, oh, it's eighteen dollars. Okay, sure. And then you wake up and it's a hundred and eighteen dollars. <laughs> and you've been robbed. I like I'm not like I'm not a frivolous spender whatsoever. But I've woken up before and looked at my account after going out with friends, and we've ended up at a strip club, and I like will legit see hundreds. <laughs> I once had a friend, <laughs> shout out to Danny Fernandez, who bought us a round of tequila at like a barcade. And uh, she, she came back, she's like, so I definitely spent $100 on that round. I'm like, well, what did you? I love you, girl. But what did we think was going to happen? Yeah. Um, it's expansive. It is. So we see Ern get robbed literally at every corner, first from an experience, then for just stepping inside of an establishment. Uh, and finally, the strip cut took 20% for singles. Y'all better hit the bank first. Gosh. <laughs> Dang. That's $40. Gone. We only end up with 160 at the end of that transaction? I don't think so, y'all. Um, and then... That race. So, guys, let's get into Michael Vick. I was not sure if it was actually him. The internet tells me, yes, yes. that's legitimately Michael Vick. Very, the close-up was confirmed I was me. like, oh, hey, you. So, buddy. Drew gets cut off for this section. <laughs> so, let's get into it. Uh, the internet is already salty about it. Some people think that uh, honoring a guy who used to fight dogs is a problem. Other people say get over it. Where do we stand? I 
don't want to say, I don't want to say get over it. I feel like that's harsh, but I also feel like that was how many years ago? Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's done his time. And I feel like y'all are letting people walk around these streets who have done way worse. Chris Brown. Um, <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like society is very picky and choosy about who they choose to punish for good and who gets to come but make a bounce back. And I feel like he's, I'm not like a fan of Michael Vick or anything like that, like in no way, shape or form, but I just kind of feel like he hasn't done anything in a while. So like. This was, it didn't, like, it wasn't an issue where I'm like, I can't believe they let him on TV, you know? But it was hilarious for what the setup was. I feel a lot of what you said. It was a great scene, and it concluded the episode so perfectly. However, the point I agree with you the most is that society does pick and choose what we demonize. And Mm -hmm. like we were saying before, like, people just love dogs. I demonize all things pretty much equally once you hit a certain point. Dog, like abusing animals is just weird to me. Like, I feel like you can never be trusted. So, even though it's like, yeah, I'm glad he's done good and hasn't done really anything bad since, but I'm mm. like, I would not want to be on the same movies. Yeah, my friend once told me you. her boyfriend refused to introduce himself to her cat, and I was like, you have to dump him immediately. <laughs> like, I was like, you just stick your hand out. An introduction to an animal is just like, smell my hand. Are we good? I'm not going to hurt you. Scratch behind the ears. We're bad. Bad. Yeah. He was like, no, that cat has to introduce itself to me. Like, I'm just going to chill. But I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Get out. Bad boyfriend. Uh, Where do I stand on Michael Vick? I think people deserve second chances. I think Michael Vick has kept his nose clean for a very long time. I think he made a stupid mistake when he, as many people do, when they go from having almost nothing to literally everything. It's a huge change. It's a lot to go through. Um... And I don't have a problem with him being here. If, if he had come up in this episode and the plot point was that he was fighting dogs, I might have found that hilarious, actually. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say I was gonna say I would have been offended, but now I think that would be that hilarious. Kind of been, that kind of would It was really a really funny ending. Um, Michael Vick it, it wasn't just an NFL quarterback. He was like the NFL quarterback. Yeah, he, he, was he was drafted. Fast. He was a lot of things. He was fire i'm not gonna lie no yeah for sure i remember michael vick heyday we were all like what son because not only was is he fast not only is he a quarterback he was the first black quarterback for atlanta so to the city he's got like a huge presence mm-hmm. um why did Ern think he could race him <laughs> i think it was just a, a moment of desperation he's like this time has not gone the way i think it could you know what <laughs> i'm pretty fast screw it i'm gonna do it and i just love the quick like like cut to the limo which i was like okay limo um and he's just staring out the window just mad as hell (laughs) i think he's a self-sabotager like i said that was i mean i'm glad it ended that way Mm -hmm. i'm glad he decided to race michael vick and i'm glad that it was just a one clip shot freeze frame. That's all. I kind of want that should be our background for sure on these screens. <laughs> just him just about to take off. Oh man. But Lovable then losers. I feel like Van spoke to me when she was like, I would have done like it's Michael Vick. Like what? Get it together. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't gonna happen, babe. I just feel like he was really upset about it from the get and she was like, Am I really gonna have to put up with your yeah. like bitch attitude? Like Y'all know how dudes be sometimes. <laughs> it's just way in their feelings, and you're like, get it I together, was, bro. I was gonna say, I'm so sensitive. Never seen <laughs> a man so angry like they are when they think they've got something in the bag, like <laughs> athletically, <laughs> and it doesn't go according to plan. My, 
my ex and I were at Six Flags, and you know those three point shots. He's like, I got this. Like, I'm gonna win you a bear. Blah blah blah. And I was like, Nah, it's fine. Whatever. He's like, Nah, I'm gonna win you a bear. He did not win me a bear, (laughs) and he was more upset about not having a bear than I was. Like, they just get so like emotional about it. Like, because they really, like, it's like a... Pride. A, yeah, it's pride, for sure, to a yeah. T. Gotta learn from those mistakes, man. <laughs> totally. Because I know that's not the first time he's done something like that. <laughs> not at all. Uh, what did we miss? Oh, they're, like, convict friend? I should stop calling him that. He definitely Tracy. has a name. Tracy. Tracy looked like he was gonna get that stripper to go home with him. Was anyone else peeping Tracy's action in the background? Yeah, I love that Tracy was telling people that he was... Um, I feel like it was another, like... He was robbing Earn of his title, like because he kept saying he was the man that he was Al's manager, and I was like, and we instantly see hear that. Yeah, he says that uh, he's Al's manager, and we instantly see Tracy's treatment in the club get better. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Earn, you're like, you're not doing it right. Like this is on you. It's not necessarily on everybody else. And I'm interested to see, like, if he's gonna allow this manager position to get robbed from him for real because mm-hmm. like even in the studio mm-hmm. county clark or clark county is like yo like luke does all this for me you should like this constant like you know luke should do it for you think it keeps you know dangling in the air and i'm like let's circle back to that because i had some some issues with it number one when you start off that conversation saying oh yeah i turned down that chip dude i thought it was whack what i really wanted was that thing you got on the movie why do you think he got that movie deal? Because people know his face. Because he's in the commercial. Because he's doing the things. Like, again, we talked about this a little bit last week. But Al still hasn't learned that, like, being famous or successful in that lane requires you to do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you don't like to do. Yeah. It is not all fun and games. It is a lot of hard-ass work in between these, like, high highs. Um, and I think that if he jumps Earn when Earn was able to get him a sponsorship to start with... Earn's been opening a lot of doors when you know Earn needs this gig is like trifling, especially when you are blood. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for Al to pull this trigger so I can just full on hate him. <laughs> like, I need it to happen sooner rather than later. I feel like we're getting close. Yeah, I feel like you just made me think a little bit. I'm, I feel like people let Earn get disrespected, but also he needs to take some sort of a stand. But Al, I feel like. He never really wanted to be... He didn't know he wanted to be a rapper, and then it just came to him, but I think he likes the lifestyle, and he really needs to, like, get with the hustle, too, because it's kind of like, you're not going to get anything, and you're screwing over Earn. Mm-hmm. So I'm about done with Al, too. <laughs> yeah. I hope we get a Darius Heavy episode next week. I, I like that he didn't want to snack butts, but he would watch. He had so many, like, he was such a light character throughout this episode, but it was just, like, all the things we needed to hear, like... Like him toasting to white tears. And oh, like, the white tears toast oh, was yes. the best. And like him, him being like, you know, I don't want to smack movies, but I'll watch. And then he's like, I got a white suit. And like, I was like, you don't want to wear a white suit to the strip club. He's you like, know what you write? You write. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just such a chill. And like him counting bills, like in the studio, doing the fake phone call. Yeah, oh, like yes. I'm my manager. What? I just like I love. I love him, and I want more of him, and I want him to have more of a storyline. For sure. Because we don't really know, like, we know stuff about him, but we don't know, I feel like, we don't know enough about him. Him and Van both, I would love to see, like, more of them, not, 
we don't see them like alone really we see them in the premise of mm. other people always so we have a good understanding of what they're like but i really i got those are my two favorite characters yeah. so i would love to be like have some one-on-one time yes bring the baby back um <laughs> did we miss anything else in this week's episode i don't think so i feel like i covered it pretty thoroughly Dope. Well, there's no news to uh, promote this week uh, other than the Michael Vick controversy, which I'm sure we'll see shake out more uh, as the week goes on. If there's more news to report, we'll bring it back next week. Uh, So let's move straight into predictions. Oh, man. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. You're wild back there. Calm it down. We gas up our engineer one time. And that's just <laughs> loose cannon out there. No, yep. Oh, God. Here it goes. <laughs> Strip club episode uh, once a season, which yes. I'm totally cool with. Not the strip club is great; it is an atmosphere unto itself. Um, what other Atlanta iconic places would you like to see? I'll ask Drew specifically since you're from the A or been through the A, I should say. Mm, what do I want to see? What do I want to see? I want them to get like I want them to stay in Atlanta, but I want them to get to like a little bit more. It would be great to see them go to Stone Mountain. Yeah. Just to see the memorial. Because it freaked me out. Like, you want to talk culture shock? Like, when they took me to Stone Mountain, I'm like, people just picnic under, like, Civil War generals from the South? Yeah. This is very unnerving. This is news to me. The (laughs) reenactment. There are reenactments, so like a lot of cousin who lives down there was like, like a slave for high school. Like, like no, 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 no. Legit, like Confederate soldiers and like. All so for those them. who don't know, Stone Mountain is literally it's like picture around much more, but instead of um, giant sculpted faces, it's like a giant mural carved into a rock. Yeah. Like it's huge, and it overlooks like a very flat, open park that's just like a sea of grass, and people just bring out their blankets and they're like, "Isn't this nice?" Or like under the sky. Here, Here's a monument of Civil War generals. Like, it's super cute and fun. It's not cute. It's not fun. It made me sick. I was, like, 12. I did not know this part of the world existed yet. And it was a crude awakening. Um, and I would love to see just what kind of, uh, especially because, like I said, a lot of high schoolers go to the reenactment portions yeah. of there. So my cousin was, like, played a slave, like, through high school. Yeah. yeah. No, that's I'm a thing. sorry, what? Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, I'd like to see them in... I'm getting like, a lot of lessons tonight on <laughs> Atlanta. I want to see them have to enter, like, as far as Atlanta places, I want to see them have to interact in more, like, bougie places. Like, I want them to go to, like, Buckhead and, like, have uh, to go through, like, Lennox Mall and do all of that. Or, like, um, or maybe, like, because Atlanta kind of has, like, pockets where it's, like, white, weird hipsters. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to see them have to go somewhere, like. Honestly, the theater was kind of giving me that vibe. Yeah, like, downtown Decatur. Because, like, Decatur's a pretty, like, you know, interesting area, but I'd like to see them in like a hippier area and see them interact with those Atlanta individuals. Totally. What about you? Any predictions for next week? Things you want to see happen? Well, now that I have a better grasp of the season, I know that there's going to be like a lot more disrespect and robbing going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I feel better that I'm more prepared for it. And I kind of like that they're dealing with what we have to deal with. Like, you know, not like that. Like I'm saying like the struggle, like we never get to see that. So, I, more struggle. I feel like Al's going to switch over to Luke, and he's going to realize that it's not so much the manager that's doing, like, that is what he doesn't like. It's like he's going to actually just have to do things he doesn't like. I think he Please. thinks he's going to be able to just, like, skip, and bam, he's there. Mm-hmm. Copy. 
All right. Well, I think we're at about time. Thank you again, ladies, for joining me. Until next week, tell the people where they can follow you. Steph. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. See you guys next week. And you can find me on all the things at OK Drew J and on Wednesdays with Joelle on Black Lightning. Yay! Uh, and Joel Monique, you can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Uh, yeah, Wednesdays with this chick over at Black Lightning, Magicians later in the day on Wednesdays, and usually Gotham's here on Thursday. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm no. Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.